Hey guys, it's your girls Kate and Nash. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Frankly Speaking. Uh, this week's topic is going to be birthdays, aka getting older, in honor of my dear sweet Ashley's 31st birthday. Holla! <laughs> Happy belated birthday! Hey. We just celebrated this uh, this past weekend and it was a blast, but we'll get into that in a bit. Um, and I'm sorry, Ashley, I know this episode is in your honor, but I gotta steal the spotlight for a second. This better be good if that's the case. That's all I'm saying. If you're gonna steal the spotlight from me, it better be good. Better be solid. Uh, mm-hmm. I just want to talk about previous birthdays before we get into the current ones. Gotcha. Which one are you talking about? Uh, my most recent, which was back in, uh, at the end of August. It was my 30th. Okay. I was there, so we could talk about it. All right. Oh, it's <laughs> Ashley approved. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just surprised at the way events laid out. Yeah. The versus how I expected them to Me go. Me too. Yep. So of course, you know, when you're turning 30, you expect it to be a rager. Right. Dirty 30. Hey. Hey. But and I fully did. Like I got a brand new outfit, new heels, mm-hmm. special like birthday sash and top hat headband yeah, I, thing. I saw it. it was hella cute. And uh Got even a custom cupcake. What? I know you missed out uh, on was the Was it a cupcake for two or <laughs> what? Because I thought this was the Kate and Ash show. You're, you're right. <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll I talk about to... this after. Yeah. We'll, we'll settle this. Okay. Um, but I also made a like, reservation at my favorite hibachi grill in Silverdale, which I know it's all over the country, but Fujiyama's. Hala Fujiyama's. Ah! From what I hear, they're the same people that own Benihana's. But anyway... Um, and so we had a really great meal, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure the only time I got happy birthday sung to me was at the restaurant. Like, my parents <laughs> didn't, my brothers didn't. I didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, forgive me. Uh, no worries. Even though I did go to Dave & Buster's with my family, but that's beside the point. Um, so, yeah, I was totally expecting myself to go to dinner, then go shopping. Right. Then go hit up a club or the right. bar and like rage and shut it down. Right. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah, I was gonna say my memory as my memory serves me, like I think me and you spent your birthday at the park. Yep. <laughs> we did. <laughs> like there was a little gift and you know, a little thing that we did, but Beyond that, yeah, it was pretty low-key. It was, like, between the hours of 1 and 3. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And the dinner night, as soon as I got done um, shopping at the mall, it was not even... I think it was, like, 9 o'clock, and that's when the mall closes. And, of course, our mall is about 40 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes away. Right. So by the time I got back in town, I just looked at everybody and I was like, no, I'm going to bed. Ready for bed, ready to yep. get out of these clothes, these special clothes that I bought and all that. That dress. are super constricting yeah. and uncomfortable. Yeah, but... and are the worst idea ever once you actually get in them and leave the house. Seriously, especially that. <laughs> I was in a jumpsuit. So oh, imagine good. how going pee was. I hear you. That was a... I hear you. My 30th was just about as exciting as my 30th. 31st, which <laughs> that's the birthday that I just celebrated. Um, it was super chill. Me and Kate went down to my Aunt Joy's house. We got to go to a Christmas parade, which was 
pretty awesome. It was so fun, actually. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. But I think that, like, once you suppress your 20s, like, you start enjoying those things again. Right. <laughs> you know what Instead I mean? Instead of being like... Like, I think it's getting old. But once we got once we got done with the parade, we just watched movies. The next morning, we had breakfast with Aunt Joy and Chris. And then we ended up just watching the Hawks game with some friends. And, of course... What I was excited about was the Hawks win. Oh! But I didn't even, thinking about it, I didn't even get dressed up. I just spent my B-Day in my Hawks jersey. And even though I did all my makeup and everything, because that's like, you know, I wanted to feel special. What I realized I forgot was my eyelashes, (laughs) which is a huge thing. Like, that's like the icing on the cupcake. Sometimes I only do lashes. Right. Well, not so much anymore. Um, and... As she brings this up, now, mind you, I didn't even do makeup. (laughs) That's where we're at. (laughs) I was that spent. And it reminds me of, like, in my 20s, all the way through that whole decade, I was always dressed to the nines. Every day. Every day. Like, took me two hours to get ready, would have lashes, extensions, full makeup, Mm -hmm. heels, usually a dress, didn't matter what time of year. Right. And now it's like... And that would be just to go to the gas station, by the way, let alone, like, going (laughs) out. Right. You wouldn't have even solidified plans, but you were already, like, getting ready because they might happen. Yeah, not only that, but it's, like, my, um, when I was living with my parents, they would ask me, you know, like, we need you to run to the store and get juice or milk or whatever. (laughs) And I'd be like, give me two hours and I'll be on my way. Right. And mind you, the store is not even five minutes away from our house (laughs) or our street, I should say. Yeah. And on top of that, I never let anyone see me without my makeup. Yeah. No boyfriend. Like, I was one of those girls who would lay down and pretend to be asleep until I knew he was asleep. (laughs) And then go into the bathroom, take it off, and then set an alarm before I knew he was going to get up. I totally remember those days to make sure that... I was up first so I could make sure my face was together before he woke up. I remember those days. Oh, yeah. Now it's just like, you get what you get. (laughs) (laughs) This is me. If you want to be here, then be here. If you don't, deuces, you know? Seriously, like, nowadays, I am anyone else who hangs out with me is lucky if I get further than leggings, a messy bun, and a hoodie. Right. (laughs) Like, let alone full glam. Like, that's like once a week for a special occasion, if that. When I was in my 20s, me and Tiffany had, which Tiffany is one of my good friends, um, best friend, um, we used to have this club, and this was extremely embarrassing, but we called it the 18 Inches Club (laughs) because we used to wear extensions all the time. So we literally, and this was like between the age of like, I'll say 20 and 23, Mm -hmm. We used to be like, if you do not have 18 inches length of hair, if you do not wear your eyelashes, fake eyelashes every day, and if you don't wear heels every day, you cannot hang out with us. You can't sit with us. Yeah. It was was total mean girl status. I'm like, look back at it. Oh my God. We looked at pictures recently. And you know what's funny is every picture is us doing the back to back pose. (laughs) Like we're like we were back in the nineties, but whatever, it worked for us. Crisscross pictures. Yeah, exactly. But um yeah, we had this little club 
It was all about brand name clothes. Like, I, you know, the budget that we were rolling on, like, my mom always made sure I was fitted for school and everything. Mm -hmm. And, but once I started working for myself, literally every last dime would go towards my money. I remember one of my first purchases after I started working was Mm -hmm. the sweater from Macy's. That was freaking $60. Oh, you were so proud when you bought that. Oh, yeah. But (laughs) where is it now? Yeah, exactly. It went totally out of style extremely quickly. But, you know, nowadays, I'm usually, you find me in my work wear or Seahawks gear or, you know, I'm wearing sweats. Or leggings. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I do dress up, but it's few and far between anymore. Same here. Not only that, but at our age now, we're buying our own makeup, and I can't <laughs> afford to use it every single day. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? It to be reserved. Right. That's, I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, you don't get all the extras mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're trying to pay bills or, you know, focus on actually building your life. You know, um... It's interesting because you find out that that saying, it's what's on the inside that counts, is actually true. It comes more apparent. Yes. As you get older, you find out that it doesn't matter. Nobody's looking at the tag of your clothes. Yeah. Let me tell you that. Nobody's inquiring to how much you spent. Like, as long as you're covered, you know, hopefully you have some style, but we'll get into that. At a different task, because <laughs> that's a time. whole other subject. Right. But you do truly find out that, like, even people that have completely different styles than you are truly valuable people. Yeah, and the judging at for, like, face value stuff really, really does start to go away. Right. I'm surprised how much I even cared about what other people thought. I mean, I haven't found, I haven't yet found where I fit in when I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be at a glamorous job in my 20s. I didn't know how to say no out of fear of not being liked. Oh, yeah. I discovered new things about myself all the time now. You know, I know my core needs, my personality, my values, my beliefs. And your thoughts, too. Right. We've learned to accept those. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Moving forward with that, like, you know, I am at a point now where I could care less what others think. Absolutely. Or if I'm going to um, do what other people say. I always think, like, my bottom line, and I've said this to you before, mm-hmm. is um, they're not paying my bills. Yep. They're not caring for my needs. They don't have any right to judge or weigh into how you're living your life. Exactly. And just to play off that for a quick second, there is that one meme. I don't know if you guys have seen it circling around Facebook, Twitter. Sure they have. Sure they have. <laughs> yeah. What have you. But it kind of brings that up and really nails that exact same point. Mm-hmm. And not only with, you know, I would have to say that's a plus about getting older is that you stop caring. Right. About, not about everything. You care right. more about current events and then the environment and all that kind of stuff. Right. But you care less about, you know, like you were saying, when I was in high school and junior high, I could not buy a Walmart shirt. I had to say Abercrombie on it. I had <laughs> to do, you know. Right. And I feel so bad for putting my parents through that. Right. Exactly. But in turn... My parents put me through (laughs) the expectation 
Right. That I should be married. I got And you. have kids. Like I I'm you. I'm sure if they would have asked me at twenty or mm-hmm. anybody would have asked them when I was at twenty. Mm-hmm. Might be the better way to say it. But if I where in life would I be at this age? Mm-hmm. I know they would have said married, kids, own a house, career. Right. And I agree with you. That's like not only do we put the pressure on ourselves to try to fit in and that's what it is i mm-hmm. mean like that's the big umbrella but also we're seeking the approval and guidance from our parents which the guidance part's perfectly fine and i still request the guidance of my mom oh me too however you find that the approval fades away that need for the approval fades away because we find ourselves in a spot where we're providing for ourselves now. Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, you're figuring out what your beliefs, your values are. And so you kind of detach from that, even with the marriage and kids yep. ideas. Absolutely. And also, you know, on top of the parents, as females, there's also the society's like interpretation of where you should be. You know, the clock right. ticking. All that kind of stuff. Um, And I just think it's all a bunch of baloney. Like, there are people having kids at 40 these days that are just fine. Right. So I try not to succumb to that pressure or expectation. Of having the kids. Mm -hmm. I know. I, as long as I can remember, and I'm sure this will be shocking, but as long as I can remember, (laughs) I haven't wanted to have kids. And believe you me, I've heard all of my life, oh, that's going to change. Oh, that's going to change. Well, I'm pretty much down to my last 10 years, and I can tell you it's probably not going to (laughs) change. Like, I I have a lot surrounding that, Mm -hmm. but my bottom line is as far as December 5th, 2018, I don't want to have kids. Right. So it needs to be accepted. It's the same as same as when I was growing up. I thought I had to have this blowout wedding. Oh, yeah, me too. You know, and things have changed. I'm not even sure if I want to get married at this point. You know, I, I, and if I was to, I picture it really low key, just a private, intimate setting. Small. Right. Small exactly. Just the people that you know the best. Right. I totally agree. I have, fun fact, I have been engaged and uh, it was when I was 25 and it wasn't just like a, I'm, we're saying we're engaged. There was a proposal, a ring, a dress purchase, mm-hmm. venue picked out, the whole nines. And eventually, clearly, that fell apart. But I still have, like, my journals and stuff from when I was cutting out little clippings for the weddings. Right. And my opinions have changed 100. Like, I don't want a big ball gown. I don't mm-hmm. need to run out a ballroom. <laughs> yeah. And it's have... a complete 180. Yeah, it totally is. It's crazy how that happens. But at the same time, it's it's really interesting. Right. I I totally find myself in the same position where... If you would have looked when I was back on AOL, you know, looking at wedding dresses at 12, (laughs) what I picked out, and even in my 20s, because I wanted all eyes on me. I don't understand Mm -hmm. why that's so important at that age. I guess it's because you haven't come into yourself yet. Right. So you need that validation. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. You're, You're constantly seeking validation. But when I look at it now, and I've discussed this over and over again, in the event that me and my partner decide to get married it's going i would like to request a low-key 
you know, function. I don't, I want the closest family members and friends to be there. Yeah, the people that really mattered and right, not just, like, with mine, I had, like, a just a small guest list of 150 to 200 people. I don't even know that many people that I like anymore. Right. I don't even know more than maybe between both families, 30 people that I would like anymore. (laughs) But my curiosity is to wonder, because I've talked to a lot of girls about this, and they all kind of, we basically all agree and resonate with each other. So I want to know, do guys struggle with the same expectations? Like, either comparing yourself to the same-sex parent, which it's been proven in psychology that that's the most influential person in your life, um, like, I know guys have a lot more pressure to move out sooner, but do you still feel the same about getting married, having kids, settling down, mm-hmm. or is it more, or is it just the girls that feel this pressure? So if anybody has any input, we'd love to hear it. Just leave it in the comment section below. Yeah, most definitely. I wonder that too. I wonder, like, in completeness, like, I'm sure people experience pressure growing up in general right but i'm wondering if they experience the same like family marriage kids like we do society right friends right all that Mm -hmm. but honestly i have to say with everything that we've been talking about right the family the marriage the kids you know all that white picket fence i'm really happy at this point just having my top responsibilities be working and paying my bills right (laughs) you know and we can talk about this for a second because when I was younger my priorities were as follows (laughs) no got a bullet list seriously um I was more about going out clubbing going to the bar dancing finding cute boys hanging out with friends and like I mentioned earlier It was all about what I was wearing or what I was going to look like for the Mm -hmm. night while I was going to do all that stuff. And I'm not kidding you. Those were my priorities. Like, I've been told and I know that I'm intellectual and I know that I have a, a... old soul or wise soul once you get to know me. And if I quit. Thank you. However... These were my priorities. This was what took over in my life when I was in the 20s. You know, I, I, being an adult and having responsibilities wasn't even on my radar. No, I completely agree. I mean, in my 20s, responsibility wasn't even a term I think I really grasped or right. understood. Like, right. I thought I did because I was 18 now. I could buy cigarettes. Right. I could vote. <laughs> right. But, um, I mean, I was the same way. I was constantly partying, um, coming to work, you know, the next day, maybe, usually sometimes late, if not calling out because I got home two hours before I was supposed to be there. Right. Dragging yourself in. Right. And still, though, taking the two hours to get ready, which is probably (laughs) half of what made me late. Right. Because nobody could see me without full glam. It didn't matter what happened last night. We're going to make sure today we're fitted. Right. And also, like, my biggest concern every day of course, it was a part-time job. So if I had to work, usually it was until noon. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor me. Yeah. And I would do a few hours. And then the entire day, it was like, okay, where are we partying tonight? Mm-hmm. Are we doing a hotel party? Are we going to somebody's house? Are right. we having a bonfire? Right. 
everything revolved around that. So responsibility, I really didn't understand at all. Uh, And that even bled into like my own personal health. (laughs) Yeah, I I agree with you. That's the (laughs) same. Like that's number one. I think like the number one, um, I guess, responsibility, if you want to call it that, that, um, you know, I let go by the wayside. Oh, yeah, me too. And, you know, before when I before I was 18 and then got into my 20s, my mama made all my appointments. Right. But then, of course, you get over 18, and it's literally, like, pulling teeth to schedule your own doctor's appointment, let alone dentist appointments, because those are the worst. Right. And the juxtaposition, I guess, now is that every ache and pain, I'm having a panic (laughs) attack. Like, I'm like, is my head exploding with this headache? Is my leg about to fall off (laughs) with this cramp? Yeah, and then also <laughs> with that, I immediately go to the worst case. Like, right. Okay, I'm it's two over. Two feet in the grave. Yep. Like, this this is how it ends. I'm That's done. It. I was in the same headspace when I was younger, where I'd only go to the doctor and dentist when it was like a literal emergency. Right. Like you're in so much pain or can't breathe right. from your asthma. Where exactly. No other. Choice. And there's always somebody like shooing you there. Mm-hmm. But um, there's no way that I. Let me rephrase it. Now I take my meds on time as prescribed. Every day. (laughs) I keep and make my own preventative appointments. It has nothing to do. Like, I try to keep the emergencies to a minimum, Mm -hmm. but I actually make my preventative, like the yearly, you know. Yeah, yearly checkup, getting your teeth clean. Getting your teeth clean and stuff like that. I also listened to my body, which is something I didn't do. It was like push through everything so I could have a social life, you know? Yeah, like and, you have plants tonight. You can't be sick. Right. I listened to my body and addressed things right away, which literally has saved my life. Let me tell you, it has many a times. Oh, me too. Especially in my late 20s. Um, there have been times when doctors have tried to fight me on, you know... Oh, it's not. And I just know my body. So if I think I cracked a rib, trust me, I cracked a rib. I've done it two times before. If I think I have a kidney stone, another fun fact, Kate has a kidney disease. I know I have a kidney stone. Like, and now it's, I'm so attentive and so aware of it. But at the same time, I'm also like, this is so dramatic sometimes because I freak out about the littlest things. Exactly. I know, I know it's hard trying to find a balance when it comes to healthcare, but I'm totally try to stay on top of it. I try to schedule my appointments as needed and keep them. I think that's the biggest thing. And I listen. You know, I follow directions that I'm given. I'm not like rogue every time that some issue comes up. Right. You're not like, I know you went to school for eight to ten years, but I know better. Right. All right. So now... I just feel like this is the perfect time. Okay. Because we've been talking about us in our 20s versus right. us now. Mm-hmm. So I figured we could do, sorry to spring this on you, but a little Ashley reacts. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't ever know that that's a good. But it's this one's going to be funny because it's going to be with millennial slang words. Okay. So, like, the kids that are in high school I right can now. guarantee I won't know what any of this is because... Ellen has this lovely little game that she plays on her game show, on her um, daily show. We love you, it's, Ellen. Yes, it's called Heads Up, 
And whenever the millennial category comes up, I don't know Jack. <laughs> You're just like blank. Like, yeah, exactly. Pass. I pass. feel so pass. old. <laughs> but you can try. All right, let's give it a shot. So yeah. the first one is called Stan, S-T-A-N. What do you think that one means? Oh, my God. Stan. Let me try to get, like, let me figure it out. To be honest, when I looked it up, I was surprised at the definition, so. Um... I don't know what you would use that for. Like, is that when you're, like, st- stopped at a a red light? Or, like, you're, like... I don't know. I want to say stand. Well, my first thought was, of course, because we're from the early 2000s, late 90s, was Eminem stand. And I'm like, are they referring to? But I actually was somewhat correct. It does refer to a combo of a fan and a stalker. So you're a stan. I got you. Okay. That's weird. Yeah, I I honestly wouldn't. I couldn't guess it. I was like, okay, what? I've never heard that before. Me either. And the only thing I can draw from is the Eminem song, and that's where they pulled it, like, you're a stan. Okay. But the next one is Yeet. Y-E-E-T. Okay, so, like, I've seen this before, and so what I've drawn from it is that it's, like, yeah, holla, like, yes, I agree. You're absolutely right. The definition Woo! is to, ow, a way to show excitement or agree. Hey, hey, hey. hey. This one really confused me. All right, I feel like I'm back in my 20s and I'm like <laughs> 25 all of a sudden. Hey. We're in the mids. Uh, this one is fubbing. P-H- what? Yeah, just wait. P-H-U-B-B-I-N-G. P-H-U. I feel like it has something to do with being dorky and like when you're like talking to a girl and you like mess up then you're fubbing. Yeah, then you're <laughs> then you're fubbing. Like that actually is a way better definition, but apparently it's snubbing someone who pays attention to their phone more than you instead. They're fubbing. Oh. Okay, I can get, like, that's just an ugly word, so I won't use it. <laughs> right, me But either. I can get with that. But instead, I would say, in my 30s, because I'm in my 30s now, I would say, you're paying more attention to your phone. <laughs> right, get off your phone, <laughs> right? I'm right here. Exactly. Use a full sentence. Okay, this one really got me. Thirst trap. I know what thirsty is, I know what a trap is, mm-hmm. I don't know what the combo means. Well, I do now, but. I feel like it's when, and I've seen this before too, so don't think I'm just guessing out of the blue, but I do believe that it's when a girl or a set of girls, or I believe a guy can do it too, because believe me, I think that we both play our games, Right. Um, but a girl or a set of girls or a group of girls are basically like putting out the vibes, you know, and, like, they're setting them up so that they can, like, either steal a boyfriend or, like, catch a dude or something like that. Again, your definitions make way more sense. This one, apparently, is just a sexy picture from either sex on social media. Oh. It's a thirst trap. Oh, okay. Well. Okay, now, this one is my favorite. These last I two. Wanna, wait, no. I want to go back to that one because... <laughs> I want to know what sexy pictures guys send because 
the sexy pictures that I see are not, not sexy, sexy at no. all. And it's usually of one body portion part. of their body. Mm-hmm. But it's hella funny to think in my head about a dude trying to send a sexy picture. Like, you know, like us girls do. <laughs> right. I think that's hella funny. Like, just in his trunks. Right. It's like, <laughs> us in our bikinis. Right. Like, putting right, his butt out. By, yep, exactly. That's hilarious. Okay, these last two really confuse me, so I'm okay. glad I found them. But the next one is Hunty. Literally, H-U-N-T-Y. Okay. The first thing that popped in my head was like how a sassy girl would say honey. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh-uh, hunty. <laughs> like that's how I feel like like a sassy like Oh my god, you're spot from on from the hood. Really? So this came from drag queens. Oh <laughs> and it was taken over by according to these websites I looked at. Um and it's to let someone know when they're throwing shade that you know. Okay. That they are. See, so example yeah. is like if you say your shirt is so cute, but where is it from? And she refuses to tell you. Mm-hmm. Then it's like the example they gave was okay, hunty, I see you. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I was feeling that because just like the way it said, because that's something that I would. Oh, say. Say we might have to take over the <laughs> hunty. <laughs> totally something I would say like uh uh-uh, uh hunty mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. And you know that we'll, I like that one. I'm gonna be using it. I know. I don't know all those ones. No, the other ones, but we need to steal Hunty. Okay. And the last one is Ion. I-O-N. Okay, I've seen this one a lot. I hate it. Me too. Because it's literally, like, the epitome of, like, non-grammatical... Laziness? (laughs) Yeah. Sense and sentencing and everything else. But what I got from it is, like, I don't. Like a, a contraption of I don't. Yep, that's exactly correct. Or the acronym for in other news. Oh. Well, I've never seen it used as Me that, either. but I've heard it, seen it used as like I don't. But I'm going to say like 50-50, you totally made me feel old for most of them. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. That's... I feel old myself, so we're in the same boat. Good. I'm glad you're feeling the same way because I... <laughs> I have no clue when I'm scrolling through social media right now. I have no clue what people are talking about. I literally have to go to Google. Oh, oh me too. <laughs> or Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Like every time. Urban Dictionary. Yeah, it's no joke. This this is all sorts of crazy out there right now. One piece I just want to add in. Um, when I was looking for these, of course it was hard because we already know the meanings of so many of them. Mm-hmm. But also, there was one site that compared 90s terms to the equivalent of the millennial term. That'll be interesting. It was, it was like, gnarly mm-hmm. in the 90s means it's lit now. Yeah. And, like, little stuff like that. And so we might do a whole other thing on that. Because that was really interesting to see the different yeah, ways. Yeah, I'd like to see that. That seems better. Like, at least I was cool at one point. Right. <laughs> but I think that... Um, it's been awesome talking about getting older, talking yeah. about my birthday, Ow! and we definitely want you guys to get involved with this discussion of getting older, so make sure you comment below or on one of our Facebook pages. We also want to thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Frankly Speaking. We couldn't do this without you guys, so keep interacting with us on YouTube, Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Kate and Nash out. Peace.